to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got me rolling a solo tonight. And hey, let's give a, a big congratulations to Willie Taggart and the South Florida Bulls. You know, this South Florida team has has climbed themselves up into the top 25. And uh, Willie Taggart has has brought his game to the uh, Division I uh, South Florida Bulls and proved that um, him and his coaching staff, hey, they can hang. And he's doing a good job. So hey, congratulations, coach. And uh, a lot of teams don't want to play him. And, um, you know, he, he held his own for a little while at Florida State. But um, congratulations, Coach. And, hey, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the, t- the top 25. You know, that's, that's almost a mystery now. You know, the AP poll is, 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 is really kind of crazy. You know, um, we're not going to quite talk about that Michigan game yet. But let's just talk about what's happening with the AP poll. When we look at um, the new poll, there's only one team out there that is the number one team, and that has to be the mighty, mighty Alabama. And then the Ohio State Buckeyes take over that second spot, and I think they deserve it. I think the game over the weekend was um, was a very, very, very interesting game. And I, I really think Ohio State deserves to be where they are at the number two spot. Now, it gets a little bit interesting. Just a little interesting because Clemson is now at number three. Now, hey, should Clemson um, possibly be a little bit higher by now, maybe because, hey, they've, they've been holding down that spot for quite a while. You know, um, Ohio State and, and, and Michigan, that was a tight game over the weekend. But here is where it changes. Washington Huskies are the number four team now. And, you know, we really can't say how any of this is going to really play out until all of these conference play um, teams play in their conference playoffs. You know, um, I don't think Alabama has too much to worry about. I, I really don't think Alabama has too much to worry about even running the table for the national championship, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I think the Gators are not going to be much of a match for um, this um, Crimson Tide team that seems to be just steamrolling everybody that they play and and when we when we when you think about what's happening in Alabama hey this team is this team is is just their lights out you know I, I, I hate to say it like that but you know this team really appears to be just playing at another level 
You know, um, Saban has his team, um, one of the best in college football. He 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 makes it clear that he he works his team harder than um, any coach in college football. Um, he has expectations uh, greater than any team in college football. You know, we say that. I say that with a grain of salt because I'm sure everybody wants to win. You know, we all want to win a championship. We all start out expecting to win a championship. However, um, it don't always it don't always work out like we want it to. You know, but uh, my um, Alabama has been at the top for about the last five years, and um, this team doesn't appear to be um, slowing down at all. I mean, um, Saban has this team rolling like, like, say they're the number one team in the world, and they play like they're the number one team in the world. But who can knock them off? And we all know that on any given day, any team can get beat. Yeah, we we say things like that all the time. But can can this college football team go down? You know. I don't, you know, we see a lot of college teams go down every week. We see some major teams uh, fall in college football. Um, over the weekend, we saw uh, Michigan uh, fall to uh, Ohio State in a great game, I might say, um, uh, a game that went into overtime. So, I, I, you know, so matter of fact, the game that went into two overtimes. But when we, when we look at the... Um, the Ohio State Michigan game, how close that game was. Who has played Alabama close? Their in-state rival was over the weekend. Auburn, thir- number thirteen team in the nation. Auburn comes to town, thirty to twelve. You know the game was never, never really close. Uh, it, it, at not, not at one point did Auburn ever take the lead in this game, and it. You know, they're, that's that would probably be what you would think would be their toughest competition this season. However, they're going to play in the SEC championships against SEC championship against the Florida Gators. You know, we look at the Houston Houston Cougars, and everybody's talking about um, Houston's coach uh, being a candidate for the Texas job, but maybe maybe that's what it was that got to them. Because Memphis beat them over the weekend, uh, forty-eight to forty-four, you know. And who's to say, you know, what was were they thinking um, past Memphis and and thinking that their coach was going to be the next coach at Texas? I'm not sure. But when we look at the in-state rivalry in South Carolina over the weekend, the South Carolina Gamecocks took on the the um the Clemson you know and 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 this took on Clemson and this was not close at all 56 to 7 come on come on Gamecocks come on this is this is this is really this is really sad but i i think we have to look at um some consideration uh for Deshaun Watson as as the candidate for Heisman. And even they may even give it to him this year 
because of what um what he's done in the last two years. So I, I you know I think I think he he really should be considered uh, in the Heisman conversation, and I'm sure that he will be considered in the Heisman conversation. And we have Stephanie on the line. Uh, Stephanie, um, how's it going, Stephanie? Hey, it's great. Go Buckeyes. I know. I know you're the biggest Buckeye fan. I know in the whole wide world. Stephanie, someday I got to tell the story about me and you going to Ohio State uh, at the Horseshoe and uh, and tell a story about your mom and the whole whole nine yards. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. She yeah, was how's at it going? The game, uh, this Saturday too, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know she was at the game on Saturday. Oh no, another another teaspoonful went to the game. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, it's I, another I know. story. <laughs> that's a that's a whole other story. I can't wait to tell it someday too, uh, Stephanie. Maybe we'll tell it on the week of the of the, uh, of the national championship game when Ohio State plays um. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Bring and, back and, memories and just of 2002, as a matter of fact. Undefeated, yep. invincible team gets roughed up by the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, that'd be quite a story, wouldn't it? It would be. We've been there yeah. done that, too. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, so Stephanie, where are you at now? I am in the land. Oh, okay. On my Steph- own, very own horse farm with, with Tucker. And his brother, Miracle. Stephanie's out calling us from Deland, Florida, where she's taking her horses out there and bought a big spread. And, and oh, God bless you, Stephanie. Hey, we love you. And I'm so glad you're calling Sports Info Show. Hey, Stephanie, you know, that was a real controversial call yesterday um, on Saturday when, um, when JT Barrett went for, went for that fourth down and he got hit by his own player. And... Um, Harbaugh really just lost his cool, threw his microphone, his headset down, broke it. He's just really upset. He got the school fined $10,000, you know, but I know you didn't care anything about that because I remember how you felt when Miami lost on that controversial call against Ohio State in the um, in the Rose Bowls some years back, 2002, I think it was. It was 2002, and as in that call, you know, there really wasn't any controversy because the other team still had the opportunity, even though Ohio State kept the ball, they still had the opportunity to stop them, and they did not. And, in fact, Ohio State scored on the very next play from 16 yards out. Good old Curtis Samuel, number four, showed up when the going got tough. The tough got going. So, um and in fact, Miami had a lot that they could have come back because they had a chance to go ahead and score after Ohio State ended up scoring. So, um, yeah, that controversy wasn't. This was a controversy wasn't nearly as bad because it was pretty clear on the replay um, where the ball crossed that line. So. Oh, so you okay, say it was it was a first down on that call? That was it was actually a first down on that call. It was. It was. Okay. It was, and, and I, okay. it was so funny watching um, Harbaugh because yeah. I know Woody was looking down smiling because he looked exactly like Woody. He looked exactly like Woody and Bo. He's right out of the same mold. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. He even had his Woody glasses on. Uh, and, and, Stephanie, um, just for the record, um, 
Ohio State only had two penalties called on them. And uh, Michigan, I think, had 14 penalties called on them. And I know, I know there's, you know, we, we expect some home field calls at, at most, and most times we have big games at home, but 14 to two, don't you think that was a little bit, a little bit too much home cooking? Well, uh, I have to say, I, I saw quite a few um, penalties that were not called on Michigan, and that's I, what Harbaugh said. So, um, I don't know, so much as a bias as it was just an element of what Michigan has been all year, a very, very highly aggressive defensive team um, that has knocked out quite a few players of the opposing team. So um, I think actually they've been getting home bias at some of their games. They were getting away with quite a little bit. So um, I don't know necessarily that any, anything that I saw on their penalties wasn't pretty obvious. And there were several replays where they showed them grabbing face masks and turning our guys' heads around, replayed and everything, and was never called. So that would have made an impact on some of our drives. So they they got off pretty good, I think. And I don't know that we had anything really blatant that wasn't called. But talking about penalties, um, this isn't with that game. But what the hell about the Ravens? Was that the coolest? Talking about hardballs. Was that the coolest ending of a game you've ever seen in your life? You know what I'm talking about? The 54-yard field goal? No, no, no. When um, there was 16 seconds left, but it was fourth down, and they had to punt. So they, when they hiked the ball, deliberately on purpose, every Raven player held their defensive opponent. I mean, literally tackled them wrapped their arms around them, knocked them to the ground, and flags were flying all over, but it gave the punter enough time to walk around the end zone until the clock ran out. And unlike a defensive penalty, a game can end on an offensive penalty, so they never had to punt the ball. Uh, And they won the game. That was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen that. Oh, I love that. I love that stuff. I know. And they were were yakking it. Um, I think it was Brady in the past that has said that um, John Harbaugh doesn't know his rule book. And that came right out of that rule book. That was the, I mean, you have to go back for yourself. I, I didn't actually see that game, but I heard about it. And I went to look at the replay. It is absolutely hysterical. I can't I wait mean, to see that. these guys are just holding them, hugging them like bears. And wow, twisting them around and throwing them on the ground and sitting on top of them. And that punter's just walking around the end zone just watching the clock die out. The flags are flying all over like confetti after Ohio State wow. won a national championship. And darn it, the clock didn't run out, down to zero, and game was over because hey, Stephanie, the game can know, end on an offensive penalty, just not on a defensive penalty. So they wow. won. That is a great that is a great call. Hey Stephanie, hey, we gotta run. We got some more callers on hold. But Stephanie, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine on the sports info. So I hear, so I hear. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, and and Steph. Um, I I know you're back in there too. Bye, buddy. Maybe next year, but of course we've been saying that for thirteen years now, so um, I don't know. I I almost think we'll give you one next year just so you don't have to feel so bad. 
Bye, Stephanie. I, and um, I still love you, but you can pour it on more than anyone <laughs> I know. And Stephanie, you know, I want this to resonate on your mind. Okay. 14 penalties to two. We got to go, Stephanie. We got some more callers on the line. Thanks for calling us. Give us a call next Monday on the Sports Info Your Radio Show. Hey, uh, we got Damon on the line. Damon calling and talking about these Florida Gators and what they went through through the FSU Seminoles. What's going on, Damon? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Hey, doing good, man. Uh, I saw your Seminoles just ran through the Gators over the weekend. You know, it didn't look like they. How in the world can we expect them? to compete against Alabama in the SEC championship when they can't compete against FSU, the 14th ranked oh. team in, in the nation. Their, their fans are already like, uh, you know, thinking the same thing we're thinking because they were saying, you know, they don't want to go in with their players hurt, but that's the excuse now. But either, either play or let somebody else go in and play. Right, but I agree. Yeah. My, my thing is, I, I mean, everybody else got to step up. Yeah, that's for sure. But now, now, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Since, since we beat the top teams in, like, the Miami, no, 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 uh, no disrespect, but the Florida Gators. Does that, does that make us the? Champions of uh, Florida now? Oh! <laughs> this year, I would have to say that you guys are the state champions of the state of Florida. The FSU Seminoles would have to be, and you beat uh, South Florida. So you ran through the whole state. The Gators, <laughs> FSU, South Florida, and the Hurricanes, man. Yeah. And we look, and I was just talking about, you know, congratulations to the Willie Taggart. You know, they're the 2014 ranked in the state in the United States of America in the AP poll. So uh Associated Press. So hey, um congratulations to Florida State for beating the Gators 31-13 over the weekend and being the state champions this year, uh, Damon. <laughs> nice. Uh, also I wanna um give a congratulations to uh Carroll City. Hi. They uh won against um a million bucks past weekend, past Friday. They looked impressive. I was at the game and they looked very impressive. I mean they, they looked impressive. Uh, I enjoyed the game thoroughly. Uh well, I sat on the uh Carroll City side because I I knew I'd have a better chance of getting a good seat over there, and uh, and I did have a nice seat. But boy, that was one heck of a crowd um, at the Daytona Municipal Stadium. Uh, a, a great crowd, man. Um, probably one of the biggest crowds I've ever seen at that stadium, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, and Carroll City looked very good too, um, Damon. I mean, they got some kids on that team. Um, you, you can tell um, are going to be. We'll be looking at them at the next level, um, uh, for sure. Uh, no, no doubt. Yeah, but, but um, Damon, we got to get out of here, man. We got to take a quick commercial break. And um, hey, man, again, congratulations on that um, Florida State championship. And I think, I think we may see. To end the Jimbo Fisher, do you think he may take a chance on going to LSU? Because we know Cook is adios. 
Arrivederci. I see you when I see you. I'm going to get paid. We know uh, Cook is leaving FSU. There's no question about that. Um, Delvin Cook is gone. And can you yeah, blame him? Gone. You can't blame him. No, you can't blame him. No, you can't blame him one bit. So no do doubt. you think Timbo Fisher may leave? Well, not not LSU this year, but after uh, Oregon, after his uh, tenure at LSU, he may think, I mean, he already interested in it, so he may pursue it. You know, it's a big job out there open, too, now. This Texas job is big. You know, I don't know if Jimbo Fisher would take that Texas job. But, well, um, I think they hired a Herman for that job, but, you know, Notre Dame may be on the line. Texas hired somebody already? Nah, I uh, think yeah, that job Herman. is still a lot. You know, um, they just hired, they just fired my man over the weekend. We got to check that out. Hey, then we got to yep. run this. We're running up on a commercial. But, hey. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info UM radio show. All right. See you later. All right. Peace. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back on the other side. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more with J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steels Reel in the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we got Red on the show, and he's talking about these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And hey, what what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Y'all on a what? Three game winning streak now? Five. Five game winning streak now? If I'm not mistaken. Wow. You know, I, I really, I, I really have to, um, I really have to commend the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization for making oh. the move to get rid of Lovey Smith. You know, a lot of people complain about that, but maybe they had to see something. I'm sorry, see. you're right. It is a three game street. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about somebody else. Yeah, yeah. you know, that, 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 but I'm saying they, they 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 had to have some kahunas to pull that off for one thing. 
but maybe they saw something that we didn't see. And uh, it's obvious that they saw something that we didn't see because it is the defensive line. The defensive line rotation, man, they went like six, seven, eight deep yesterday, man. You got guys coming off the bench that's getting sacks, man. I mean, um, they, and, and other than that, man, they just played some inspired football, man. They was playing for Werner and, and, and the other guy, Camfield, Panfield. No, they playing for each other, man. A lot can be done, man. When, uh, good things happen when when you do it like that, man. The guy next to you, you got his back. I mean, you play football. You know what that is, man. You know what that's like. Oh, yeah. When you can just oh, yeah. do your job and don't worry about the guy next to you, hey man, everybody doing their job, man. This it's it's something to see. Yeah, love. And, it's, and, and this like guy McCoy is really earning his money too, though. It looked like he's having a lot of fun out there, but he's earning and his the money. Guys, now, the guys that are playing around him are getting sacks off of the double teams that he are, he is drawing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It's, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, I think they finally opening their eyes and seeing that Noah Spence. He probably should have got player of the game, man. Yeah, that dude that Spence is playing some good ball too, man. Him. That tackle yeah. yesterday could not block him, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really couldn't block those two guys yesterday, man, especially late in the game. You know, and you know, we we, we was not touched. I said last week how proud I was of our offensive line, how Jameis didn't get touched last week. Jameis did not get touched yesterday, man. Zero sacks. No sacks. And, 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 and just the opposite on, on Russell Wilson, one of the most um, elusive quarterbacks in the NFL. Sacks, Two, sacks. Sacks. Two sacks. Two sacks, you know? yeah. Yeah. And, and hey, and man, and we've said this on the show before. When Doug Martin is healthy, he, he makes a big difference in this offense. He'd make a big yeah. difference in any team's offense, but he makes a humongous difference in this offense when he's healthy. And when he gets the ball 23 times a game, if he can get 20 carries for 80, yeah. 87 yes, yards, yes, at 87 yes, yes. yesterday. He put the ball on the ground yesterday, man. It broke my heart, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. man, we should have beaten them people by way more than that, man. Way more than that. Should have scored before the half, that play that the time ran out and all of that stuff right there. That's neither here nor there, though, man. They won, but they sh- it, it, it could have been way worse than that, man. Way we could have really embarrassed the Seahawks yesterday. No joke. I mean, with with with, with it all with the way it unfolded, I think they still are. You know. You know, I I look at Mike Evans, man, and um, this he was he went to Mike Evans so many times in the first half, it was unbelievable. And it's then in, in, the, in the second half, it, it looked like he. He just went away from him, or and I know they couldn't have locked him down like that. They just couldn't have, you know. No, I, no. I don't. I don't, I don't understand that. that. He spread the ball around anyway, man. But he is, I mean, by far his favorite target. I mean, and for good oh, yeah. reason. But um, oh, yeah. we getting there, man. We getting there. Right. Oh yeah, we getting there. Is, is Vincent coming back at all this season? I don't know, man. That was something we were talking about in the barbershop the other day, man. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't think he will. I think this summer they'll be looking to get a, a receiver to replace him. And it was some thought about, check this out, I'm going to say it quietly, Terrell, Terrell Pryor Sr. He's going to be a free agent this year, man. Terrell Pryor, that will yeah. be all our offense needs, man. You get that dude over here in the buck uniform, man. Somebody's in trouble. Wow. Somebody's hey, in you, trouble. Now I'm just wow. that's just a wish. Wow. That's just, you know, something on the wish list. You know what I mean? But um right as it is right now, we solid, man. 
But we need a big wide out on the other side, man. The guys that's there now, man, they, I mean, I take my hat off to uh, Russell Shepard and Cecil Short and Adam Humphreys. These guys are playing some, some, some good ball, man, some real good ball. They are playing some pretty good ball, man. And Cecil Short, he, he seems to be doing the same thing he was doing in, in Jacksonville, man, you know, not earning his money. You know, one pad, one reception, you know, one reception, six yards, all day long, you got you, you got you got like paid four, whatever like for six yards. Right I, I like don't care, man. I'm saying the dude, he got to step his game up to me. Always, I, I've always yeah. felt that way about him. Now, now the guy, um, um, yeah, but we heard in that position right now, man. That's really why he in there, man. We got another guy on the practice squad that they pulled to uh, activate. They just got from uh. Uh, they just got from Philadelphia. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the dude, the dude that had a gun in his car. They had a gun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we did yeah. that, that. We like, heard in that position. We scratching at that. That's why I was brought up to Real Pryor, man. They gonna make a move at receiver this summer, man. You know, yeah, they're gonna have to I make mean, a move without without question. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and um, before I let you go, man, you know, you got that kicker. Uh, I think he was in what the second round or the fourth round. Second round. That's proven to obviously be a, a horrible mistake in the NFL to take a kick in the second round. And it seems like it put so much pressure on this still kid. still out on that kid, man. Sure still out on that kid, man. I'm so, yeah, saying you ain't got time to have no jury out on a kicker, man. When you take him in the second round, you could you could have took yeah, a wide yeah. receiver. That, that Come on, man. man. It, it can't be no more scrutiny on him than it, is, than it is on a running back or a quarterback. I mean, you got to get that cat, get that kid some time, man. You got to give him some time, man. You can't write him off yet. I know he's doing bad. I know he ain't doing as much as well as expected. You know what I mean? Here, hell no. I ain't, I ain't happy with his performance either, but I think in the long run, that kid right there going to be a good one, man. That kid is going to be a good I hope kicker, he does. I hope he is a good one in the long run was, because hey, in the hey, short hey, run, hey, he's been a bad week, Just last week, he was the leading scorer for us, man. He won the game for us last week, man. So okay. there's that. He didn't right, miss nothing man. last week. He missed a long one. That was fifty. I was fifty-two, fifty-three yards yesterday. That was a long one. You know, zero for one I mean, yesterday. I mean, man. His job is to kick, make kicks. You know what I mean? So right. I know what you're saying. He zero for but, one uh, yesterday. All I'm saying, man, is that if, if we're gonna, if you're gonna take a kick in the second round, and you could have took a defensive line from a wide receiver or or even a quarterback, my goodness. Uh, or a defensive back, or someone that could get you an interception for a touchdown, a first down as a reception, a first down running the ball. But no, you took a kicker because you thought he was going to really help you with the scoring. And this dude is yep. not lived up to his he standards. Did well, he did it last week. He I'm did saying, it last hey, week. But wh what is a kicker if he's not consistent? I hear what you're saying, man. But listen, this that that's such a rarity, and the and the other rare. Occasions that that has happened, com compare compare those, man. Did you hear John Gruden talk about Janikowski? How they took him first, second round, and he didn't like him. He didn't want him. He was missing kicks just like this dude right here, and he sent him out there to kick a sixty-yarder. Gruden was hoping he missed it because if he missed it, he was gonna cut it. But you know what? He went out there and he nailed it, and the rest is hey, history. You're right. I, I, you know I hope I, mean? I hope we see the same thing. From, um, he never played for nobody else, man. That's kind of what I'm looking for, this kind of story for this kid right here, too, to never play for nobody else, man. I so hope we sign the same thing for McGuire. I really do. Hey, Red, we got to run, man. We got some callers on the line. 
But um, I, I'm, I'm, I got my eye on Jameis Winston. He's he's really keep, kept his nose real clean in the NFL. We don't talk, we don't talk about everybody but him. We don't talk about everybody but him, man. But uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about it next week. You know? Yeah. yeah that's good. Let's talk about him next week because I like what I see mm-hmm. from this young man. Man, his leadership. All right, Red. Well, holla at you. Thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on the Sports Info You Show. Thanks for having me, man. Go Bucks. Always. Peace. Hey, we got uh, we got Harry on the line, uh, Matt. Harry, what's going on? What's up, Dal? Man, loving this life I got, man. Just loving it. What's happening with you down there in Fort Lickerdale, Florida? In Fort Lickerdale, we we trying to make sure these uh, hurricanes make it to some type of bowl this year. Yeah, you know, it's a word out that um that the Miami Hurricanes could be playing. The Florida Gators, somewhere in Florida, maybe in Jacksonville or Orlando. And there's a word that that they're trying to match up Mark Rick with his old school, University of Georgia. So University of Georgia and Miami could play possibly in Orlando or Tampa. That's just a rumor that's going on around right now. So yeah. this weekend, they're supposed to... Uh uh, throw around what bowl they may be possibly playing in. You yeah, know, so, think about that? Yeah, so, uh, so what, what are you hearing about the bowl games for Miami? Well, I was just reading an article uh, uh, just saying that this Sunday that they was going to make the uh, uh, decision on what bowl. That's about it. They, we won't know until Sunday. But I'll, I, like you just said, that uh, – it's going to be uh, within, like, maybe it's going to be within the state of Florida. Uh, the fans can drive, uh, you know, north of here. So right. That's the only right. thing that I know of. And I, th- I think that would be good for um, for the Hurricanes right now. Uh, and and it'll, be real, it'll be a big draw if they could play, play the um, – it'll be a big draw if they could possibly play the Florida Gators um, – in Orlando or Tampa, you know, I think that'd right. be big, be big news. I, I, I really do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, now, now, now let, me t- let me ask you a question. Since we got you on the line, what's up with them? Um, what's up with the Miami Dolphins, man? They seven and four, and people that almost threw the dirt on them early in the season. But this team is, um, I think they're second in the division. Uh, hey, uh, the, the the Dolphins look like they're trying to. Trying to shake a leg. What's going on? They they shocking everybody. They they they, they really are. They're shocking everybody. Uh the run game is improved and uh, you know, uh you you know, the, the running back had what, two back to back, two hundred yard running uh uh yards and stuff and uh you know, I think that most of the players are still healthy. So if they can like they won on the road, what, twice, uh two back as long as they stay healthy and they win on the road, they should have no problems no problem making it to the playoffs. You know, I think they, I think they're gonna make it to the playoffs, but we all know who they have to go through to to make it in the playoffs, though, right? Who is and that? That's, oh, the New England Patriots. They're in the same division. You know, the New England Patriots nine and two. The Miami Dolphins are seven and two in the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills are six and five, right on the heels of the Miami Dolphins. They're, they're, you know, and, and we know the Bills ain't no joke. That's always a, a, 
uh, a rival game, the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Right, right. So it's just, you know, we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what really happens with these Miami, with the Miami Dolphins. Are they, are they, um, are they pretenders, or are they for real? You know, and right now you have to say, hey, they for real because the biggest difference to me is the guy um, Sue on defense, Adamican Sue. He is one of those guys that can really dominate a defense. And he could dominate the offensive line, and by himself, he can make a big difference. And I really think that guy, man, is 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 the difference maker. So I think on um, the Dolphins, you know, a lot of people criticized Tannehill, saying he wasn't all this and that. And I was probably one of those people that criticized him. But I've always said I like Tannehill as a quarterback. I, I like his athleticism. I like his courage. He ain't scared to run the ball. He do what it takes to get a first down. A lot of these cats. They ain't running the ball. They scared to run the ball. Tannehill will stick his nose up in there and run that ball, man. So I think um, I think I think he's a good quarterback, and I think he's a dependable quarterback too. Yep. So Harry, um, have you been in the Dolphin game this year? I haven't went to one yet. I had. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and sugarcoat it. I really had them gave up on the Dolphins. <laughs> 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 I had no game up on the Dolphins, and you know, uh, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I did not, you know, abandon them, but uh, you know, he, but you know, they, they, like I said, the run game, and like you said, Tannehill uh, ain't afraid to, you know, run that ball. Uh, you know, he's he's got smart now. You know, don't just sit there and take a sack. Throw the ball away. Get rid of the ball. If you got, right. uh, 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 you know, uh, you can run the ball, run the ball, you know? So, you know, uh, he's, 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 he's still learning. He's still learning. Put it like that. He is. And he is a young quarterback. And and, let's, yeah. and, and I, I, it was easy for us to give up on the Dolphins, um, Harry, when they started out one and four. You understand what I'm saying? But in the last, but they won uh, five in a row, right? Six right, in a row. Right. The Dolphins have won six in a row, so they've been on a tear. You know, hey, hey, hey we got to run, man. We got some other callers on the line. We got Chris waiting to talk about these South Florida Bulls, and we got some yeah. other people trying to get in. Hey, man, don't be a stranger. We here every Monday night from okay, eight to nine okay. o'clock. All right, give I'm, us a I'm call. Gonna, I'm gonna lock you in and. Uh, I'm going to see, hey, when you coming back down this way? Hey, well, I might be down there soon, but hopefully the Hurricanes be down there playing in a bowl game. Maybe they'll be playing this in the uh, in the Miami Bowl, you know? You never right, know. Right, right. Yep. All right, Harry, we'll be called. We'll give right, us a call you. anytime, anytime on Monday, 8 to 9 o'clock on the Sports Info oh. You show. Hey, okay, and, um, Matt, we got, we got um, Chris on the line? Matt, we got Chris on the line? All right. Yes, sir. Chris, what's going on? So much. How are you doing tonight? Oh, man, doing great. How was Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, it was great. Um, I threw down for my family. My uh, my girlfriend's family came into town. It was awesome. So we had, we had a, a good little Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, nice, nice, nice. You had turkey and dressing? Yeah, we had turkey, dressing, ham, macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes, oh, greens, the fixings, the fixings. Man, my daughter came over and made some of the best macaroni and cheese I've ever had 
in my life. <laughs> and I'm not joking. And she made a big pan in my kitchen. If, if I hadn't seen her make it, I probably wouldn't have believed it. But anyway, she made it right in my kitchen and made a big pan and a little pan. And by the end of the night, it was none left. So you I mean, got a little chef left. on your hands. Well, big hey. chef now, but you got a chef on your hands. Hey. If nothing else, I got somebody to make some good macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but um, I, I know you call to brag about the South Florida Bulls a little bit because you they deserve it. You know they they playing some really really good football and some spy, inspiring football. Uh, Coach Taggart has his team rolling. Uh, they lost against FSU, but you know they they've done some damage this year. Yeah, ten and two, uh, best record in school history. Um, that's that's the blessing. Uh, that's the best record ever that we we've ever been able to accomplish. And they're doing it playing team ball. Um, it's 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 amazing to see. I got, I actually got down to see the, the Florida State game, and the atmosphere itself was actually really good. So it's it's turning back into a college town where the kids are getting into the game again. So I like it. I like seeing it. Yeah, I I, I know you do. I know you do. And and hey, when you're winning. Winning, winning makes everything better. Yes, yeah. it really does. And, uh, we beat UCF, so we beat one team in Florida. We wasn't able to get the uh, Florida State victory, but uh, I think going forward, when uh, Cook gets out of there, I think we're going to be the bully of the state. We just got to get rid of Cook when he goes to the pros this year. Oh, really? So you think y'all y'all get ready to take over the spot with Florida Gators, uh, and Miami? UCF, FIU, FAU, I think it's going to all be coming back centerfold to South Florida like when we was ranked number two in the nation. So I think it's all going to come back this way now. I think it's, it's our turn. It's our turn. Really? You think it's... it's, it's it, wow. You really think that uh, <laughs> South Florida is just, is just about to just take over the whole state of Florida. They're going to take over the Gators, FSU, <laughs> Miami... And then it's going to be y'all at the top. South Florida. That, that is where we are headed. We actually have a young team. We got a couple key players that are older, juniors and seniors. But for the most part, we are bringing back, I believe, 8-8 eight and eight on offense and defense. So with a 10-2 record, bringing back 8-8 eight and eight, and already one of projected to have one of the best recruiting classes going forward, pretty sure we're going to be in the top. Not saying we're going to be number one in the nation, just saying we're going to be number one in Florida. Well, when you look at a nation, we always talk about Miami and Florida State at the top. You know, and we can almost throw the Gators somewhere, at least in the top ten, top twenty. But y'all already at twenty four. I don't see I don't see South Florida coming above. Y'all not gonna be above the Hurricanes next year. I hope we play y'all next year because I don't see it happening. I know you got a good team. I like Tiger. I really like Coach Tiger. But y'all ain't gonna be taking. Take baby steps now. Take baby steps. I really have to disagree. I really have to disagree with that one only for the fact that just seeing where we matched up with Florida State, um, I think we only lost to them because of the weather. It was raining. I'm not making excuses, but it was it was the rain, rainy, rainy balls. Oh, and, my goodness. But going forward, just seeing how Florida State matched up with Florida, I really think on any other day we beat Florida State, and then that game against Florida and Florida State does not even matter. They were both ranked in the middle, 14-15. So I really don't think that game would have mattered as much um, had we had beat Florida State. Well, Chris, um, 
<laughs> I wish I wish Coach Taggart a lot of luck, and uh, I really do. And I know you're a big fan, a graduate of University of South Florida and the South Florida Bulls. My niece Leah actually went to that school too, and uh, I'm a big fan of of South Florida as well. But um, mm. y'all need to take some baby steps. I know y'all fan base growing as well, but even your fan base, like you, because you're a fan now and an alumnus, it's different. I understand. But take some baby steps, uh, Chris. Y'all not taking over the y'all not taking over the state next year. Maybe maybe by twenty twenty, y'all might have. So y'all by twenty twenty, if Coach Taggart is still there, I can see y'all being in y'all y'all be at the top of the state of Florida if he continue to work hard and do what he's doing. But y'all not gonna be there uh, in two thousand and seventeen. Come on. <laughs> Again, I mean we we will, we'll play the wait and see game. But I'm really really thinking with this recruiting class coming in, that we're going to be the bully of the state next year. And I just mark my words, we gonna, I really think we're going to be the bully of the state. We're going to see. We'll see. Hey, Chris, we got to run, man. We got some other callers on the line, but don't be a stranger. Give us a call. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info UM Radio Show. Call about these bowl games coming up, too. Yep. Where do you think South Florida going before you go in the bowl game? Uh, it's looking like we're going to make one of the top bowls now. Not one of the, like, the top six BCS, but it looks like we're playing in the Florida Bowl as well. I heard uh, okay. you talking about Miami and you playing, possibly playing the Gators. It's looking like we might be playing in the Florida Bowl as well. So I'm excited about that. I can actually go and watch it. That'd be nice. All right, hey, Chris, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Give us a call. Yes, sir. Yep. Hey, um, uh, Matt, we got Joe, Joe in Colorado calling. Yeah, let's see. Let's talk to Joe in Colorado. What's up? What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, D? What's going on? Hey, man, loving this life I got, man. Loving it. You know, I, 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 how, how things going out there in Denver, Colorado? Is it snowing yet? Is it getting cold? Well, it's just snowing up in the mountains, but down here in the downtown, no, it's not snowing, but it's cold. It's real cold. Oh, really? It was, cold, it was cold last night, too. It hurt a lot last night on them. Oh, oh, that made it even colder when them Broncos lost. Well, hey, oh, yeah. Joe, you know, um, um, I, I really, I, I think that um, the Broncos coach getting sick, you know, he, had, he, he you know, that dude had like a mini stroke, you know, um, that took yeah. a lot out of the team, you know, because I, I think they were rolling at that point until he, till um, till he got sick. Well, he had that same issue in the Houston. The Houston never was rolling. Uh, but I don't think that, that that's the issue for him missing that one week uh, due to his, uh, to his sideline or whatever, you know, when he went out for a week. I think it's a, Denver have a lot more problems just the coaching, too. You know, some of the some of the issues that they have is that they can never establish a running game. And uh, if they can ever establish a running game, I think Kubiak Coffin. Me or watching his offense here in Denver is that he needs to establish a running game in order for that offense to be effective. And plus, he needs an offensive line. Yeah, the offensive lineman last night that Houston got from <clears throat> from Kansas just had a field day uh, with their tackle, and it just the way of slowing him down. So that's that's one of the bigger problems with Denver is their offense, the offensive line. And the biggest thing down here is Trevor Simmons, they're really down on him. There's too many people down here don't care for Trevor Simmons, but you got to go with what you got, you know. And uh, But I just think they'll need more of an offensive line uh, in order to compete 
uh, right now, if they're going to they get on a run, they're going to have to do something to adjust that offensive line. If not, they'll be home watching the playoffs. Well, you know, you hear a lot of people um, down in this guy, Trevor Simeon, and, uh, you know, he three, threw for 368 yards, three three TDs, no interceptions. And, uh, you know, when you, when you throw for them kind of numbers with no interceptions, no turnovers, you expect some things to be, be happening. So, you know, I guess the question is now, what's up with this Denver defense? You know, well, you know they get giving up 30 points. Well, I think Denver defense, I think, uh, I think they're more effective as this was last year. You know, uh, I just think uh, they just need a, to me, the Denver still have a good, great defense, but they just got shocked last night. Because I think uh, their defense kind of gave up a little bit after they got up eight points with three minutes left. And, you know, Alexander, they contained him all night, you know. But at the very end, I think he made a difference. They, the offense made a difference. And I think it was more to me was a shock to them a defense because if I had to bet $100,000 on an eight-point lead with Denver defense, down Kansas City down eight points, I would have bet it. But now I would have been, you know, I would have been broke right now. <laughs> I just think. <laughs> now, you would have been broke. You, know, you just would have been minus 100000 You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I probably yeah, would have been minus. But, you know, Denver defense, is, they, they're going to be able to regroup. Uh, next week, because I think they'll be able to get their mojo back against Jacksonville, so that'll be able to build them a little confidence moving forward. But I just think the next four games, uh, Texas, uh, I mean, uh, they got to play uh, Tennessee, uh, uh, Patriots, Casey and Casey, Tennessee and Tennessee, and then they have to play the Raiders the very last. So that last four games going to be very tough. So if they was to get in as a wild card, they're going to be beat up so bad. I don't think they'll be able to survive. But it's going to be a very tough scratch because right now they got their back up against the wall and they're third in their division. So it's going to be tough for him them to make up ground. Yeah, it is going to be tough for them to make up ground. And, uh, and this young Oakland Raider team really look like they're trying to uh, do some things. Oh, yeah, the Raiders looking good. You know, Raiders right now, and they're clicking all cylinders. They're scared them a little bit yesterday. But I just think uh, right now, the Raiders, is, is, is they're playing real good. Are the Raiders ready for New England Patriots on the road in the uh, postseason? No. I don't think they're ready yet. I don't think they're ready uh, they yet take, either. Yeah. But when we look at that right? AFC West, yeah. when, when we look yeah. at the AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs, man, they just a scrapping team, and Andy Reid proves every year that he is a valuable coach in this league, too. Oh, yes. Andy Reid, is a, he's a valuable, valuable coach. But the thing about it, the only thing over the years of studying Kansas City is with one shot in the hammer. They'll go 15-1, and one and they'll be the first one out of the playoffs after their bye week. You know, and, uh, but shot in the hammer, I think KC can play New England a lot better than the Raiders. Because they're more balanced, uh, they're more of a solid team than than the Raiders. Raiders is is, is more potent with the offensive, but defensive. Uh, I think somebody like a man like a Tom Brady, he would pick their defense apart. I would agree with you totally. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. When we start looking at defenses, the Pittsburgh Steelers have really been a, a, a letdown this year, and 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 and. 
I'm not surprised when we if they even make the playoffs this year. And the Cincinnati Bengals are even a worse letdown with a record of three and seven. So I'm not. It wouldn't surprise me if they don't make the playoffs this year. But the Miami Dolphins, for some reason, that dude Adamakin Sue can wreck an offensive line, and I think that might be the team that um that 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 works some havoc on them New England Patriots before it's all over with. Oh yeah, now you know that's my team, the Dolphins. That's always been my team all my life. But you know, I'm pulling for my Dolphins. We doing good. We playing good. We looking. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, the Raiders, the uh, Raiders would be a good test for us this week. But I think we could probably get on the road. And I'm looking forward to playing New England because uh, we're not out of it yet. You know, we're looking at a wild card right now. When we chase New England down, see if I think we can win out and beat them the last game. Hey, I think we're looking pretty good. And, uh, you know, we're looking good on both sides of the ball, but they gave us fair Sunday. Uh, when Calvin uh, Nickel almost lighted the score, and that boy, that was really, really scary. But these kind of things, you can have a letdown. When you get up 17 points in the fourth quarter and you almost lose the game, these kind of things that you have to, to, to correct. Well, start correcting things right now, because the team now, who gets in the next five years on the momentum, get that momentum going into the postseason. Even a wild card team can be very dangerous to a team who's ahead of five weeks. So who is going to be that team? I think it's going to be my Dolphins. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm pretty sure they get in as a wild card, but I'm looking forward to them uh, making it the postseason. I will feel good just to see them in the postseason. But we're going to go further than that. I'm looking for the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm looking nothing short of that. Uh, hey, like I told the last caller, let's take baby steps now. Come on now. Now we can't take hey, you know, hey, hey, You never know. Baby. So you, you, never know. you never know. Hey, I I I say this one thing we do know, um, Joe, is this yeah. weekend the Denver Broncos will get a victory. Oh yeah, for definitely for sure. Cause yeah, yeah, y'all got a victory. Y'all, don't, uh, y'all got a victory this week. The only thing that might hurt you a little bit is it's, it's a one o'clock game, so that's gonna be what two hours early for y'all. That's gonna be like playing like eleven o'clock, but that shouldn't be a big difference. That shouldn't be a big thing uh, at all. Um, oh no, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. You know Jacksonville. They, they just the defense can step up on Jacksonville, and the game will be over by the first quarter. Even yeah, though with Trevor Simmons, he's a second half quarterback. But I think Denver defense is going to dominate the whole game from start to finish. And they're think able to right. gain themselves for next week. I think this is, yeah. And, 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 and then you guys play the Patriots in two weeks, too. That's going to be a challenge for you. And then you got the Raiders in the last regular season game and the, and the Chiefs the week before that. Last two games, you got the, the Chiefs and the Raiders uh, at Kansas City, and then you play the Raiders in Denver. So you play the, oh, yeah. you play the Patriots um, – um, at home, so you know um, Denver. Denver still has some some challenges, but I can see them making the playoffs this year, especially if their quarterback continues to uh, make some progress. Make well, progress. No, like I, it, it's going to be very tough because I, I think Denver. People believe it or not, they're going to have a tough time with Tennessee. Oh yeah, uh, I think they when they go down to play Tennessee, I, I, I'm looking for Tennessee to be an upset to put the nail in the coffin early. And then you have to deal with New England, you have to deal with the Rays and KC. And if you lose two more, your season's over. If yeah, two more. Two games, yeah. Even if they lose yeah. one more, I think your season's over. 
two more this season is definitely over. Hey, Joe, we yeah. got to get out of here, man. We're running up on the end of the show. You want to give a shout-out to anybody before we get out of here? No, what I want to give a shout-out is say, go my Dolphins. <laughs> hey, the Dolphins got a heck of a young running back, man. I mean, oh, yeah. a heck I'm of pr- a running back. I'm proud of my Dolphins, back. yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, Odeju, I mean, that, that dude is, hey, he running that ball hard, man. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. awesome, man. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah he is man. awesome, man. All he's right. awesome. Man. Nice talking right, to so you, D. Always oh, good. Enough. Don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night. Don't wait until you're on All vacation right. to give us a call. Call us from the job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're all right. Like Thanks, Joe. All right. Take it <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, Matt, that's it. Um, Hey. I know we have Vince on the line. I'm sure he's probably still on the line, but um, I'm sorry, Vince, we couldn't get to you at the end of the show. But, um, guys, um, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports, and maybe we got to some of it. Maybe we didn't get to all of it. I know we didn't get to all of it. It's just too much. It's just too, too much. But the leading candidate for that for the um, Texas job is Tom Herman, the um, – the Houston head coach right now, and the um, well, and the leading and the, the the leading candidate for the LSU job is this guy Ogeron, who's right now the current coach at uh, uh, he's the interim coach at LSU, Ed Ogeron, and the word is Lane Kiffin is going to be coming to join him in LSU when next year at the end of the season. And don't be surprised if he says that uh, when he says he's going to hire Lane Kiffin as his offense coordinator, that Saban tells Lane Kiffin, hey, get the stepping and don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you. Saban probably going to part ways with him right away. Might not even be coaching the bowl game. Hey, guys, it's always good. It's always good here on the Sports Info U radio show. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Thank you. See you next week. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.